I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are going to be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are going to work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're going to read one chapter a week. And inside our book study Facebook group, you're going to get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts. You're going to get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's going to be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're going to get a lot out of the group, even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. You're listening to episode number 56 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Happy Monday, friends. First of all, let me just say that you are so close to your winter break, like seriously, just a few weeks away. I know this year has been so incredibly hard and overwhelming and stressful and probably not at all what you thought it would be like when the year started. And I know you're probably feeling really tired, but just know that your break is so soon. And I just hope that these next couple of weeks fly by smoothly and that your two weeks off or three weeks off or week and a half, however long you get, is just a really sweet time for you to rest and recharge. And as we are getting closer to that break, I wanted to share a special gift episode with you. So today on the podcast, I have a very special guest. It's not a guest episode. It is a gift episode, but my very dear friend, Dr. Lori Friesen from the Beginning Teacher Talk podcast, she recently recorded an episode all about how to create more white space into your schedule. And the episode was so powerful and impactful, even for me. I know she's talking to teachers in the classroom, but even as I listened to it, there were so many things that I could resonate with. And I asked her if I could share that episode with my listeners because I knew it is something that you guys would just benefit from. And she kindly agreed, which was so generous of her. So in this episode, she talks about how easy it is to get caught up in the constant rush of the day-to-day. She talks about how we can often feel overwhelmed and trapped by our to-do list and how even though we're the ones that create our schedule, it can often feel like something that is controlling us. I mean, does any of that sound like something that you can connect with and resonate with? I know I can, but the good news is, is that there are things that we can do when we got, when we get caught up in the hustle and bustle and the overwhelm of teaching. And in this episode, Lori shares so many great tips on how you can handle the overwhelm and step away and actually create more white space again. So the episode is pure gold. I hope you enjoy it. 
So while you will not hear my voice at all in the rest of the episode, I do hope that you enjoy this gift episode from Dr. Lori Friesen. Hey there, this is your host, Dr. Lori Friesen, and you're listening to episode number 139 of Beginning Teacher Talk. Just because you're a beginning elementary teacher, there is no need for you to struggle like one. I'm dedicated to being the mentor for you that I wish I had when I first started teaching. In this podcast, we talk about all of the behind the scenes stuff about teaching you really need to know, but didn't learn when you were in university. And we share the most amazing resources, tips and strategies out there so you can become the teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's start the show. Well, hey there, teachers, and welcome back to episode number 139 of the podcast, where we're going to talk about how you can build more white space into your schedule and why that's so important. So something just happened in my own life just recently that reminded me of the importance of this and the importance of really paying attention to that voice inside of you that tells you it's time to take a break. So this podcast was supposed to be recorded yesterday. I had it on my schedule. I'm very faithful to myself. When I put something on my schedule, it's like a sacred agreement that I keep with myself. I've learned that when I overschedule myself and when I continually put too much on my calendar, then I know I possibly can get through. It just results in making me feel bad about myself. It feels bad to get to the end of a full work day and look at my calendar and realize that I didn't even get to half of the things that I had planned or wanted to get to for the day. So one of the kindest things that I'm learning to do for myself and that I hope you're learning to do for yourself, especially in teaching, and we'll talk more about that soon, is to build a more realistic and kind and compassionate schedule for myself. And I've learned that because creating this podcast for you is so important to me, I reserve Monday mornings to write and record my podcast each week because I know I'll be at my best. I'll be fresh after taking Sunday off. And if I'm in a batching sequence where I'll record more than one podcast in a week sometimes, especially if we have a family vacation coming up or something like that, and I want to work ahead a little bit, I've learned to only play plan to create and write on Monday morning and then on Wednesday morning. I know now that I need a break a day in between to ensure that I'm fresh and I'm at my best for you. So on this Monday morning, I had on my schedule that I was going to record this episode for you. And I didn't know what the title of the podcast was going to be or the topic was, because I rarely know in advance what I'm going to talk about. But I had it scheduled that I was going to write and record episode number 139 on this day. But when I woke up on Monday morning, I was really, really tired which didn't make any sense to me because we had had such a fabulous Sunday. We were out shopping and going for coffee and we really just had such a fantastic day. And maybe that's actually part of the reason why I was feeling so much resistance. Maybe because I was so relaxed and happy, I didn't want to move into work mode again on Monday. But on this Monday morning, I felt a resistance that was so strong that I don't normally feel 
when it comes to writing and recording this podcast. Like you, Monday morning, you might feel really tired, but you love teaching. So you get yourself up and you get moving. I love creating this for you every single week. But on this Monday morning, when I woke up, the last thing I wanted to do was record a podcast. It just, I felt this really strong resistance come up. And here's what I'm learning to do when that happens. I'm learning to pay attention. I'm learning that I don't necessarily need to know why I'm feeling that way, even though I'm more comfortable if I understand why, but I just couldn't convince myself to get into the creative flow. So I finally decided after taking a look at my schedule that I would swap my schedule for Monday and Tuesday. Now, I know this is a luxury that we don't have in teaching, but we kind of do. And I'm going to talk more about that in just a minute. So instead of writing and recording the podcast that you're listening to right now, I did some office work, some catch-up work, some web design work that didn't require a lot of creativity, but just more simple and kind of mundane work. And all the while I was thinking, well, I'm especially tired this morning. So I thought maybe in the afternoon, maybe once I've given myself a break, I could write and record a podcast in the afternoon. So I checked in with myself and I just couldn't push myself. I wasn't sure what I wanted to say to you this week. So I did something that I probably don't do enough for myself. I decided not to push. I gave myself a break. I cut myself some slack. And instead of staying in the house and pushing myself to write, that afternoon, I put on my headphones and I went outside and I realized it was an 80 degree gorgeous day outside. So I opened Audible. I started a fresh book on my list that I've been developing and gathering and dying to listen to, but haven't given myself the time or the space or the grace to do so. And then something magical happened. I went on this long walk and I became so inspired on this walk because of one thing that an author said out of nowhere. I can't tell you very much about exactly what happened right now, but this idea that came to me while I was on my walk, doing what felt like playing hooky for my work (laughs) that I had originally scheduled for myself, this inspired thought came to me. And it really, I don't mean to tease you with this, so I'm just going to tell you a little bit about it, but I want to wait until I have it more fully fleshed out before I tell you more. But I've always held a vision for not just creating the academy for new teachers, though I knew this was an essential piece to my overall vision to support you, but I've always held a vision for something even bigger than that. I don't want to just support you. I literally want to change what it means to be a new teacher. I want to change the entire experience to not just be more positive for you, but to be more joyful to be a supported and amazing experience. And I've been playing with lots of different ideas over the last couple of years about what that could look like, but I wasn't quite sure how I would do it. And something came to me on this walk that literally made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. My entire being lit up because I I think I realized that I'm finally on the right path. I think I might have the answer to what I've been looking for. And I spent the rest of the evening feeling like I was on cloud nine because the pieces are starting to come together. And then I suddenly knew what I wanted to talk with you about today, which is how this podcast usually comes to me. It's usually something tweaks my attention, or I just feel like this is the right thing to talk with you about right now. And of course, that can't always happen because sometimes I have guests scheduled or it's a specific time of the year, or of course, I want to talk about seasonal things. But this idea today that I want to speak with you about 
is giving yourself that gift, that incredible gift of a little more white space in your life. So if I had held on to my schedule yesterday and I had pushed through and I ignored that voice that was inside my head telling me, Lori, stop, you need to take a break. You need to get outside. You need to fill yourself up. You need to enjoy some sunshine and some white space. If I had ignored and pushed through this conversation that we're having right now would have never happened. I might be doing something very practical with you, but it would likely feel to you far less inspired. But because I gave myself that gift of pulling back and of paying attention, an idea came to me that is so powerful. I'm not kidding. It may change the trajectory of everything that beginning teacher talk is all about. So the reason I'm sharing this story with you right now is because that small gift of giving ourselves permission to pause, that seemingly innocent decision to pay attention when we really do need a break feels like an indulgence. But what I want to share with you right now is that it's actually the foundation of inspired action. It's at the heart of inspired action. And what that means for you as a teacher is when you're in the drudgery of it, when you're feeling like, oh, I just can't go on. When you hit that wall and it feels like a wall of, I just can't do this. I just can't get creative. That's the voice we need to pay attention to more. That wall that you're up against is actually the door to burnout. When you try to push through it, you take one more step towards burnout. That very act of pushing through is us pushing through the safety of that door, that barrier that's almost there as a physical sign that we aren't supposed to keep pushing. When you hit that wall, it's that inner part of you, that knowing that's trying to let you know quietly and with love that there's so much more possible if you just take a breath. If you just take a moment to pay attention, if we allow ourselves to get off that hamster wheel of what we're supposed to do and what's next on the list and give ourselves that grace and that space, that white space where it didn't seem possible to give ourselves that space, that's where the magic can happen. That's when you're going to figure out how to solve that problem that's been stirring in your mind for so long. That's when it's going to come to you, how to handle Jason, who never seems to listen to anything that you say, or when you need to figure out how to teach that concept in just a little bit of a different way from another angle. It's when that perfect book shows up in your social media, that is the answer to your current question. When you take your mind off of what you should be doing and pay attention to what you need, whether you believe in God or the universe or she or your inner guide or whatever you believe, when we get that separation from our day-to-day life and from the schedule that we impose on ourselves, that's when creativity can flow. That's when your best lesson ideas are going to come to you. That's when magic and intuition and God and the universe or whatever it is that you believe can speak to us and through us. And I actually think that the fact that I'm not in the classroom with you right now is the exact reason that I'm able to not just see this more clearly, but say this to you. I have some space from your experience. I know what your experience is like right now. I know how busy you are, but having the separation from the classroom right now 
is actually the gift. I can see things a little more clearly. And because I did have the flexibility in my schedule yesterday to say, no, I'm actually not doing that today. That's why I'm here able to pass this on to you now. Kind of ironic, right? And yet you might be listening to this and thinking, hold on, Lori, it would sure be nice to be able to be in control of my whole schedule, right? But my entire life is dictated by the bell. I get it. And that's why today I do want to talk about how you can build in more white space into your schedule when you need it. We're going to talk about ways that you can save your own sanity when it feels like the pressure is getting too much, when you feel like your schedule is not your own, when you hear that voice inside saying, please, not today. Because the reality is that we do have choices every single day. And I'm going to share with you some simple ways and creative ways that you can build in more white space when you do feel and hear that voice coming up for you that says, I just can't do this today. I need a break from this. So the first step is one that I've already mentioned, that gift of learning to not overschedule yourself so that you don't hit that wall in the first place. And I know how hard this is because if you're anything like me, that to-do list can get pretty long. It's tempting to keep adding things and adding things and adding things. But as we talked about in a previous episode about the importance of limiting your list each day to what is essential and to what you know that you can get accomplished, that's the key. My youngest bonus son, Kai, he's a huge light in my life. I absolutely adore him. He has this ability to just light up the room. He has an effortless grace and charm and warmth about him that is so rare. And when I met him when he was 11 years old, there was a bond between us instantly that would not feel any different if he were my own son biologically. And as much of a light as he is, and as amazing as he is, for as long as I've known Kai, he's also had a really bad habit of breaking agreements with himself. He's in his technically second year of college, but he's retaking classes that he should have passed in his first year of college because he continually broke agreements with himself. He set himself a schedule and he decided that he was going to study at specific times. But when those specific times came up and he knew he was supposed to follow them, he procrastinated. He kept putting things off, sometimes because there was something that was more fun to do, but just as commonly because he just didn't feel like it. And at dinner the other night, he said again that he had planned to complete certain assignments this last week, but he says, I just didn't get to it and I fell behind a little bit again. And when he said that to me, I looked him right in the eye and I said, honey, do you realize that every time you do that, every time you plan and schedule that you're going to do something and then you don't follow through with it, that you break an agreement with yourself? You break trust in yourself. And that breaking of trust in yourself every day is what erodes our confidence in ourselves. We write things down saying that we're going to do them, but when we don't actually get them done, it's another signal to ourselves that we aren't enough. We end the day feeling bad about ourselves instead of honoring all of the accomplishments that we've actually managed to achieve. So whether or not your challenge is procrastination and simply not doing the things on your list that you say that you're going to do each day, or whether you're in the habit like I am of overscheduling myself, the result can be the same. 
At the end of the day, we feel bad about ourselves because we haven't honored our agreement with ourselves. We haven't done what we said we would do. So the first way to create more white space in your day is to put less on your schedule. (laughs) Now, I know it sounds so simple, right? It is so simple, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. When we complete that list, and when the list isn't so long that it fills up all the space in our day, we give ourselves by default the gift of that white space. When I took my podcast off my plate yesterday, I felt the weight of the world lift off of me. And it wasn't because I didn't want to do the podcast. It was because I had overscheduled myself. I now understand that the reason I was feeling so much resistance was because I have been asking myself to work six days a week for quite a while now. And when I do that for too long, too many weeks in a row, that resistance comes up for me. My life feels like a continual lesson in understanding such a simple thing that the more I try to push, the more resistance I'm going to feel. Of course, right? Like that's just natural. The more I push, the more resistance I feel. And so the more white space we can allow, the more grace and freedom and flexibility I can give to myself when I feel that resistance starting, the more inspired action, just like this very podcast, is possible. So that's the first thing. The second way to create more white space in your life is to honor the resistance when it comes up. So when I felt that resistance on Monday morning about not doing the podcast, I could have chosen to ignore it and I could have chosen to just push through and the podcast would have gotten written and recorded and you likely would have listened to it and forgotten it by now, right? Because it would have probably been easily forgettable, but I'm speaking truth to you here right now because I honored that need that came up for me to give myself some space. You're not only getting me speaking from my heart because I'm full. But while fully enjoying and relishing that white space I created for myself, I may have discovered a way forward to help thousands more new teachers around the world, including you. And here's the other part that we haven't even talked about. Because I'm inspired as I'm speaking to you right now, this podcast is literally taking me less than two hours to create and record. That's the result of inspired action. It feels effortless. So the next time that you feel that resistance come up, maybe you had planned to work on a Saturday morning to plan your lessons for the entire week on a Saturday morning, that you woke up and you felt that drudgery of, I just can't do it. Pay attention. Give yourself some space and make an agreement with yourself of when you'll do it instead. Stay in communication with yourself and pay attention to when you feel light again when you feel full again. And the biggest question that I like to ask myself when that resistance comes up is, what do I need to know? And if the answer to that question is that I'm, I'm tired, I need a break, I'm learning to honor that. And here's what's so incredible about doing that for yourself. Do you realize that for me, after taking a break, I didn't just take a break. I took a, a nap, a 20 minute nap, and then I took a long walk. And I was so inspired that I came back and did a ton of work that I hadn't even planned on doing and accomplished more in two hours than I had all day long before that. That's the gift of asking yourself, what do I need to know? 
And if on Monday morning, when your schedule says that you're doing writing first and then reading and then math, and the last thing you want to do that morning is reading, writing, and math, then give yourself the gift of asking yourself, what do I need right now? I don't know what the answer to that question might be for you. The answer might be, okay, I need to build in two minute breaks throughout the morning for my students to do short meditations because that's what I need. Or it might be that you need to do something wild and start the day with art for once. It's not too crazy to change up your schedule just because on that day you need it. It might be that you need to take a few minutes to make a cup of your favorite tea and savor it during those morning me- morning lessons, even if it gets cold, or that you need to leave with the kids today and get to the gym. Everybody's going to have a different answer to that question. Maybe you need a day off. Maybe you need a mental health day. And if that is screaming in your mind when you ask yourself, what do I need right now? Give yourself that gift. But you need to ask, what do I need to know? And what do I need right now? Now, the important thing is not what the answer is, but that you're not only asking the question, but listening to the answers and honoring what you need so that you can build in the white space you need to stay whole and happy and healthy, not only as an educator, but as an inspired human on our planet. Now, if you ask that question to yourself and the answer comes blaring, like screaming to you that I need a vacation, I really need some time off, then start planning it. You don't have to take the vacation right now, but just honoring that voice and thinking about, okay, how could I do this? That gives you that special something to look forward to, that special event that you know you need. You don't have to have it happen right away, but you need to give yourself the gift of asking the question, listening to the answers, and starting to build on and taking action on honoring what you need. And finally, when you look at your overcrowded schedule, I really encourage you to ask yourself if it's really true that you really do need to do everything you see on your schedule. And I'm stressing the word everything And is it really true? Creating more white space in our schedules really comes down to choices. We can hold on to the idea that we need to do all the things and be all the things to all the people, or we can make the choice. And it really is a choice of only doing what needs to be done and doing less better. The secret to more white space in your life is to get honest to get honest about the most essential things, the most important relationships, and focus on what really matters, rather than making everything on your list of equal importance, because it isn't. Because at the end of the day, we work to live. We don't live to work. Teaching may be your calling, but it can't go on a once in a lifetime vacation with you. It won't wipe your tears when your mom gets sick. It won't comfort you when your dog dies. Creating more white space in your life is just as much about creating more space for the people and pets and relationships and passions that you have and who you love and who and what fills you up outside of work as it is about just creating space and separation from your job. All right, my friends, (laughs) that's a whole lot. (laughs) So I'm going to rest now. I'm going to say goodbye for today. 
But I do want to let you know that this whole line of thinking about inspired action has inspired me to create another list of books to support you in taking inspired action in your classroom and in helping your students to also become the very best humans that they can possibly be. So I've started a list of inspirational books to light kids up and help build confidence and community in your classroom. And I'll link to that list in the show notes for this episode, episode number 139, if you want to check it out and maybe add some incredible and inspirational new books to your classroom library. And by the way, if you're already part of our Beginning Teacher Talk private Facebook group community, you've probably noticed that I've started holding some fun contests featuring these inspirational books over the past couple of months. So if you aren't already part of our Beginning Teacher Talk private Facebook group, I hope you'll join us right away. I'll include the link to join in the show notes for this episode, episode number 139. Also, I wanted to give you the heads up that I'm creating another fantastic masterclass that you can attend for free all about how to uplift, inspire, and engage your students this Thanksgiving season. Now, if you're in Canada, I know that Thanksgiving has already passed, so I'm so sorry. I'm living in the States now, so of course, I'm really into the United States schedule. So if you're anywhere else in the world, I apologize if this isn't timely for you, but I do hope you'll attend anyway and maybe get some ideas for the fall and even for Thanksgiving ideas and gratitude ideas that you can use all year long. Because I think we get into the habit of thinking that talking about gratitude should only be around Thanksgiving. But I do want to encourage us to remember that gratitude is a year-long project. It never ends. So I'll, I'll link to where you can check out that masterclass in the show notes as well. All right, my friends, I hope you have a fabulous week. And as always, remember, just because you're a beginning elementary teacher, there is no need for you to struggle like one. Bye for now.